0: back everybody welcome to another episode rambling radio thank you for being here welcome back um just a quick disclaimer those that don't know i have a main youtube channel and i also have a podcast youtube channel so if you're not subscribed to both you should and if you're listening to this podcast right now you're still not subscribed to the podcast channel start there and then also check out my main channel because I am going to be posting my videos again, uh, vlogs, certain office type stuff, uh, just a bunch of different content on my YouTube channel, on my main YouTube channel. And I'm really excited to get back into it. It's been a long time. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the next chapter of that. And I just posted a brand new video that one of our, or two of our creators blueprint members, Uh, Did a little mini doc on me. So if you're part of this uh, podcast, whether you're on the YouTube channel or just listening to this on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, go check out that video. I'll link it in the description for you to check out and and make sure you're subscribed. Anyways, uh, wow, what a week it has been. Today is the last day for you to get inside the creator's blueprint for 2021. This is the last day Um, I'm always excited for the last day because most people wait until the last minute. So if you're one of those people that waits until the last minute, uh, you have less than 24 hours to get inside. We close at midnight tonight at 11 59 PM Pacific standard time. So make sure you don't miss out on that all about it in the last episode. So if you're still unsure of what that is, this is my 12 week coaching program. It's your creative business in a box, whether you want to create a service-based business and work with clients, or you want to go the digital product route and build a digital product based business. Um, It's your creative business in a box, and more importantly, we customize it in a way where you get to come up with the type of model that you want to choose and allows you to design a lifestyle that you want to live. Whether you want to work a certain amount of hours, you want to have a certain type of model where you produce revenue in certain times of the year, or you want to go more consistent with retainers, things like that, whatever it is that you want to do. It's your choice. The way I've set up my business is it allows me to have flexibility. allows me to, I like to work in projects. I use a, a launch model, which I've talked about on this podcast before. Um, I've also set it up where I've created A specific amount of certainty for myself where I'm not making decisions in survival or reaction mode. So that keeps me feeling really good and calm and allows me to make the right decisions to keep growing my own business. So if you're someone that really wants to do this and commit to themselves, and we're going to be talking about a little bit on this episode, get inside the creator's blueprint Uh, The doors are open. Shoot me a DM if you have any questions about it whatsoever. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Anyways, what we're going to be diving into today is something... It's an episode that I've been wanting to make for a long time, actually. And I don't know what the title is. I think it's going to be something along the lines of, like, why some people, quote-unquote, make it versus why others don't. And I put make it in quotations because what making it is it's all, it's all up to you. That's what, that's why there, there's really no such thing as, as making it. There's always a journey involved. And, you know, those of you that understand the dream Island reference that I teach in the blueprint and the metaphor that I've talked about on this podcast, you know, the dream Island, the, the, the creative business, the, 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 the car, the, the relationship, you know, all these tangible things that's, that's great and everything, but that's not the real win. The real win is the person that you have to become in order to get those things. That's the win, not the actual creative business, not the actual, uh, car relationship. Uh, you know, whatever it is that is in your dream Island. Yeah, that's great, but it's the person that you become and have to become. You don't have a choice. You have to become it now in order to get those things right so what i want to talk about is the things that i've seen from investing in thousands and thousands of dollars for my education in masterminds and coaching and mindset and business coaching and creative coaching and all just all this stuff and having a network and, and being able to have the luxury and the honor of talking to some of these high achievers and high level people. I like to think that I've got a decent grasp on what it truly takes to be that high achiever, to be that person, if you're listening to this right now, to be that person that you want to be. And what does that take? And I've list, I've, I've, I've gotten it down to seven things, and I'm sure there's more. So if I don't say something that you think is an essential characteristic to a high achiever, a high level individual that is doing exactly what they want to be doing in life and they're just having such a great time doing it and they're kicking ass, right? Let me know. Send me a DM if you think I missed one or if you agree with the, the ones that I that I do talk about. Because I think some of the things that I mentioned here, there might be some people that maybe don't agree or maybe have a different position on it. And so I invite you to have a discussion with me over on Instagram. So let's, let's start with, with numero uno. And this is probably the most important one. And that is being a hundred percent committed. It's so, some of these are are so basic and yet we're not doing it. So a hundred percent committed, not 95, not 99% committed 100% because the br- biggest reason why people don't make it is because they decide to throw in the towel. That's really the only reason. Because when you're 100% committed, when you're literally 100% committed and it starts getting really hard, or you start not making as much money, or you, your clients start drying up, or you're just not getting anywhere at all, maybe. Maybe you're right now, you're not getting any traction and you've never even seen traction before or any kind of success, are you going to toss on the towel or are you going to pivot and start trying to do something different? Because whatever it is right now is not working, And it doesn't mean to have a plan B that's, that's, I think this is the big, the big thing that I want to, that I want you to take away from this podcast is not have, it doesn't mean that this is a plan, a plan B. I think there's a huge misconception or just maybe a, uh, a communication problem when it, when it comes to, to plan B, because anytime somebody puts out a, a piece of content that says never have a plan B don't have, I have a video that, uh, I, I posted a Joe Rogan clip, uh, I think last year, or two years ago, where he's talking about those that have plan B's fail, and it's, they've, they've already lost the game if they have a plan B. And then Andy Frisella posted, uh, a, I think, a reel pretty recently, and obviously he's so over the top. You motherfuckers, if you, don't have, a, if you have a plan B, it's, it's over. Those motherfuckers don't have a plan B. There's no such thing as plan B or whatever. Uh, he, goes, he goes hard. And I reposted it. I'm like, motherfucking facts shout out Andy for Sella. Um, and it's true, but I think we're also saying the same thing here. We're having the same conversation. Um, we, we connect. I think we're saying the same thing. We just have different definitions of what plan B is, right? So in my opinion, a plan B is settling, settling for something less because, plan B, the letter B is number two in the alphabet. It's not number one. Plan B, in my opinion, that you are giving up on your dreams and your aspirations and you're taking a second choice, right? That's my definition. What I'm saying here, when you when I say things like pivot or do something differently, it does not mean to let go of that dream or let go of that aspiration, but change something that you're doing right now. One of my buddies, Zach Hanovar. I don't know if he came up with this quote or where he heard it from, but it's very, very true. And he said, don't stop hitting the bag. Just switch up the punch, meaning pivot, do something different. Doesn't mean to not keep attacking that dream or that aspiration, but something needs to switch here. So if you have a business, like you have some type of, of product or whatever, and it's not working, it doesn't mean necessarily that the type of product that you're trying to create isn't correct. Maybe you're positioning it wrong. Maybe you're marketing that product to people incorrectly, or maybe it's something that people don't want, but there's something very similar within the same industry that people really want. For example, an amazing example of this is from the podcast, how I built this, or is it how I built this? Yeah, it's how I, it's it's how I built this. Correct me if I'm wrong. If, if that's not right, I don't know why it sounds wrong, but I think it's right. There's a story on there in that podcast where the owner of Kodiak Cakes talked about his talked about the uh, the the come up of Kodiak Cakes and how they were constantly failing. They couldn't produce sales. It just wasn't working until they put protein powder into their, their pancakes. And it was at the time that the whole fitness scene was really getting popular. And that's what took off the company. So it doesn't mean to just settle. It doesn't mean to just stop. It means to see it through, but it's okay to pivot, change things, market things differently, make a little, make, maybe make some different decisions within the same realm that you're trying to do. Because just because the industry is saturated doesn't mean that you can't fill a gap in that space. It's the same thing on YouTube. There's so many new YouTubers that are fucking going from just starting to a million subscribers in nine months. If people are still doing that, why are people still asking, hey, can I still start a YouTube channel? Just just look at what's happening. And that all comes down to being 100% committed. If you're not 100% committed, this is not going to go well. Or it's going to fall flat in a couple of years, three years, four years, whatever. And that's why in the first 18 months, small businesses, eight out of 10 of small businesses fail within the first 18 months. And that all comes down to not being committed and not having the rest of these things that I'm going to be talking about, in my opinion. So that's number one, screw the plan B, but be okay with adapting and pivoting because plan B means to settle. Don't settle. Number two is taking a hundred percent responsibility. Sounds really, really basic and, and silly, but you have to take a hundred percent responsibility as a creative business owner. Everything is your fault. Just, just start imprinting that into your brain. Every little thing is your fault, even if it doesn't feel that way. What I mean by this is when you start pointing the finger you start getting in your own way. You start making problems become bigger problems. They start to take longer to solve them. And you can't get to the root of the problem and solve it quickly. Because if you're pointing fingers, you're wasting time. And time is money. So a good example of this is when you hire an editor, right? Most people get, I think the most one of the most popular questions I get in the DMs is like, you know, how do you find an editor? They all suck. How do you get an editor when they're terrible? How do I get an editor? They are nowhere near as, as good as me. All right. They're out there. They're out there, but, but, but two things are, one of two things are happening here. Number one is your communication to the editor is not good. When you start to hire when you start the hiring process, your communication has to be so spot on that uh, like a, like a fifth grader could understand exactly what you're saying. If you're not super clear, I don't care if you think you're being super clear, you're probably not communicating very well. And we have this tendency of when we do hire someone, uh, we think that they're just going to automatically start working and we don't need to do anything. We can just kind of wash our hands and, you know, shoo, shoo, go do your thing. Yay. Great. Excited. It doesn't work that way. You have to take a couple steps backward. You slow down big time before you can start speeding up. And you have to take the time to coach them as if you were a coach. So how I coach people in the creator's blueprint, I literally coach people that I end up hiring. It's the same thing. And so that could happen. Your communication could be wrong. Number two is you just didn't hire the right person. So at the end of the day, it always comes back to you. It's your fault. Communication, you didn't hire the right person. Um, you were late. Whatever it is, it's, so, it's, just, it's easy. It simplifies things. And number two, or the second side of that story, is when you're taking 100% responsibility, you're not playing the victim. So many people play the fucking victim. I play the victim. Like, I have, go- I have caught myself saying, Joe Schmo over there is doing all these things, and I'm doing the same thing as him. Why is it not working for me? Now, that's a little bit of a comparison, but mainly that's just playing victim. That's saying, well, he's got it. I'm doing the same stuff. That's unfair. Victim, poor me, blah, blah, blah. And I've literally, I've gone to Wix and I've like said similar things, not exactly, but even if it doesn't feel like it, like the things that you're actually saying, it's the energy that you're bringing. And if you're bringing this like, oh, woe is me type energy, you're playing victim. Even if you're maybe not saying it out loud or saying some of the things out loud, you're still playing victim. That's a big fat fucking no, no, you can't do it. You have to take hundred percent responsibility and you can't play the victim. So that's number 2. I'm just going to I'm going to roll through these, right? And some of these I've covered before. Number 3 is you have to have full 100% integrity. When you say you're going to do something, you got to do it. And, you know, life ain't perfect. I get it. I'm I've been the late guy, you know, some of my friends that, you know, I we go hang out, I'm maybe 5 minutes late, 7 minutes late sometimes. Shit happens, right? That's that's a that's a that's a Uh, a thing that I need to be better at. Right. But as long as you come to them and say, Hey, I'm fucking late. My bad. That's my fault. That's almost as good as just not being late. Almost as good, way better than just saying, Oh man, the traffic was terrible or, Oh man, like my internet went out. Oh man. You know, whatever. Right full 100% integrity is going to take you so much further. And when you do start hiring a team and things like that, those team members need to be in hundred percent integrity because if someone's like, yeah, I'm going to get this done on Tuesday and it's not done on Tuesday. Well, that's a huge, big mother effing deal. And you got to take care of that. That's a, that's a big, 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 big problem. And so hundred percent integrity is, is huge. All right. So that's number three, number four, is you have to get resourceful. You got to get resourceful. If you're not resourceful, don't bother. This isn't the journey for you. You have to get resourceful, especially in the beginning when you don't have the money to pay for certain things. You got to get scrappy. You got to you got to figure shit out. Like if you want this, you will go get it no matter what. This is what I tell people that are like on the fence about the creator's blueprint. Oh, I don't know. Look, I'm handing everything to you. It's everything that you need in order to start building this life that you want, to build this business, to start getting out of these financial issues that you're in in the first place, right? And so if you want to get real scrappy, then you're going to figure it out. And a great example of that is most of us listening to this podcast, you have camera gear, right? I've got a bunch of camera gear that's just collecting dust. I can easily go to kitsplit.com. I'll put it in the description and go rent out my gear to people. People, I've got two GH5s and I use at least one of them all the time. Um, But I've got two GH5s. People are renting out GH5s for 90 bucks a day or a GH5S for 125 bucks a day. You're telling me you couldn't get a few people a month to rent out your gear and make an extra three, four, five hundred bucks a month. That's groceries. That's dates with your loved ones. That's, you know, gas, food, you know, that's all these different bills that you could be using um this money for to 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 pay for, right? That's getting scrappy. That's getting resourceful. If you gotta get a part-time job, fuck it. Get a part-time job, do whatever it takes. And if you're not, then you're not a hundred percent committed that's okay. Then, then it's just, it's just not for you. But if you want it, if you really want it, I really want it. I'm going to do whatever the fuck it takes. Like, that's just the way I am. I I don't know. I, I, I don't, that's just the way my mind works. I've, I've never had, I've never had a nine to five job. I will, I, uh, if I had to Fine. But I've gotten to the point where I know, like, if I start getting into trouble—God forbid! Knock on wood—if I start getting into trouble, I'm gonna figure it the fuck out. I'm gonna do what it, I'm gonna get fucking scrappy, and I'm gonna create revenue out of fucking thin air. I will do what it takes. That's that's my commitment. Not to you. I'm not saying this to like, you know, make this inspirational thing. When I say this, I'm saying it to myself, like Zach. I'm looking at myself right now because I'm recording this. You're going to do whatever the fuck it takes. If so many people are succeeding, then why can't you? You can do this. Joe Schmo's There's there's so many people out there that are just so less talented than you listening right now that are crushing it. Why? Why can't you have this? You can. Just keep going. Don't throw in the towel. So commit, responsibility, integrity, resourcefulness. Number five, we talked about this already on the podcast. Allow yourself to make the wrong decision. And I I try to get you guys listening to um, have permission to do that when I share my story. You know, I was, I was, I walked into a financial advising job. Like that was my first real nine to five uh, uh, nine to five job interview. I'm walking in there cuz I'm like I don't know what the what the hell I'm doing but let's just give it a shot. Figured out, you know, 30 minutes in that uh, I got to get the hell out of here. It's not for me. I did the personal training thing. I did the fitness thing. I did the YouTube thing. I'm still doing the YouTube thing. I did the the fitness YouTube thing. I filmed for influencers. Then I, you know, now I'm spreading my message through my personal brand. Now I started this this digital products based business or the service based business and and sell digital products through it, you know, just experiment, get your hands dirty. That's, That's the only way to evolve and find the things that are meant for you and find your zone of genius. Right. And also to not let your perfectionism get in the way. You know, we, we build up this thing in our heads, like, especially when we start to put out content and become known for something like our audiences, the people, you guys listening to this, like if you have your own personal brand, other people can very easily influence you. Right. Especially when they say, good job, you're doing so well. You're awesome. You're so good at this. This is who you are. Right. When you get a hundred people saying that all at the same time, it's really hard not to just listen and be like, yeah that's who I am. But then that could really get in your way because if you're known for something, well, now you've got this bar that's, that you've set. And if you're not at this bar, then you're never going to put it out. And over time, you end up putting it out less and less and less because it has to be at this bar. That's why so many people don't put out digital products or they wait time and time again, month after month, because they've set this bar so high for themselves When in reality, all they had to do was just put it out and they would quickly learn like, oh, people love this. Really? Oh, this is great. Okay. I should have done this months ago or years ago. You know what I mean? So you can't let your perfectionism get in your own way and you can't make the wrong decisions. I think that maybe that was too combined, but that's number, what are we at? Five. That's number five. Number six is you have to be open-minded you ha- you have to be, and it's hard, it's hard to sometimes, um, you know, when somebody tells you something that you don't believe you have a different type of belief about something, it's really hard for you to be like, huh, you know, I never thought about it that way. Let's look into that. It's hard for some people, but the most successful people out there, they're extremely open-minded. They want to learn. Oh, maybe, This could enhance my performance in a certain way that I didn't think about. Or maybe I don't have to hustle my face off every single day to make it and be successful. Oh, that person's not working that hard or it doesn't look like they're working that hard. What what are they doing? Or whatever it is, you have to be open-minded. More importantly, you have to be coachable. Because if you're a know-it-all, if you're someone that is just closed up, you know, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to just stay in this pattern of what you believe in all the time. And if you don't let any other types of beliefs in, how can you absorb new things that could benefit you long term? You can't because you're just wrapped up in your own version of what's right and what's wrong or your own version of reality. And that just that that really that lowers your glass ceiling of what's possible and and what opportunities are out there. So, that's number 6. And then number 7 is you have to be okay with taking risk. Doesn't mean to go spend all of your money on one stock and try to win the lottery with with it bi- <laughs> doesn't mean to put all your money into bitcoin, you know what I mean? But taking some risk and just going for it and diving in And, and again, not going all in on Bitcoin or whatever, but going all in on something that actually makes sense, but there has to be some type of risk involved. There is, you know, a really good example for me was 2019. I decided to not take on any clients and go all in on my service based business, which is the creator's blueprint and selling digital products. And I ended up doubling my income. I was already making over six figures. And I decided to eliminate that six figure revenue stream of client work and just go all in on digital products. I ended up doubling my income. I took a risk and it it paid off. And the reason why I took that risk was because it wasn't so stupid. Like I hadn't made a dollar in digital products. I've never launched a digital product before. Let's just, let's just dip or let's just go all into it right away. I had sold digital products before I had, I had created a little bit of certainty just to, just to show myself or prove to myself, Oh, I can, I can do this potentially. There was that, that was there. It existed. So it allowed me to dive in and go for it, right? So there's still risk because, yeah, I could have just completely flopped and tanked. Could I have gone back to client work? Absolutely. So I had certain things in place that, you know, allowed me to make that decision, but it was still a risk. If you're if you're not taking any risk, you're not doing what, what it is that you really want to do. There's no such thing as the stars aligned, everything is perfect, and you're 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 checking off the the list of of certain things. You know, I like to think I like to talk about it like you, you like when you first move out, people are like, you gotta have six months of rent saved, you gotta have this much client work going, you gotta blah 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 blah. blah. Doesn't mean to go move out of your folks' house with nothing. But at the same time, if the checklist is keeping you stuck from doing it in the first place when that move would it actually exponentially grow you you're you're just delaying you're delaying you're you're delaying what what it is that you actually want to do so that's how i look at risk is there's always going to be some type of potential could go wrong problem but if you have all the other things that i checked off here resourcefulness commitment you're going to figure it out it's going to be okay like you're not going to die. You will handle it. Those are the seven things. That's my little spiel. And if you're really like, if you're listening to this, maybe you're getting triggered by it. Maybe you're mad. Maybe you think I'm being a know-it-all or something. I'm not, I'm still going through my own stuff. And this is my own little reminder for me of like, okay, yeah, you know, maybe I need to take a look at, at what I'm doing day to day. If I'm not liking a certain outcome or No, whatever it is, like, these are things we all go through these things. So if you're someone that's listening to this and you're thinking like, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, or I keep saying, I keep saying, staying stuck, you know, just to share a quick story, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but I can't tell you the, the people that I've talked to when, whenever I go in and I launch the creators blueprint, there's always the few people that don't decide to commit every single time I launch it. And what happens is I end up having the same conversations with these people over and over again. They talk to me about the same issues and the same problems that they're going through each and every time I relaunch the Creator's Blueprint because there's that point where they know they need it, they know they want it, they know it's right for them, but it costs money right? It's an investment. And so there's always that mm, I'm on the fence and then back off. And yet we continue to have these conversations and it's not about the creator's blueprint. I'm using that as an example, and, uh, but it's, it's with anything. So if you're, if you're, if you're seeing yourself in a pattern, you're seeing yourself kind of having the same issues I have, if if I'm having an issue, like I get so frustrated with myself. I want to fix it. I want to take care of it. I want to handle it. What can I do so that I never have to go through this ever again? That's where my mentality is. And so I kind of challenge you to do the same. If something's not working, you're still having issues, whether it's with money, client work, whatever, whatever you have in life, something has to change. You have to break that pattern. And I can tell you one of these things, it's lining up with one of these things that I talked about in this podcast episode. So it's just something to think about. I hope this helps. Um, Give it some thought. Have an amazing weekend. We're closing the Creator's Blueprint at midnight. And if you have any questions about it, you can shoot me a DM or just get right in. Click the link in my bio. We'll work 12 weeks together. I'm so excited. Brand new, updated. Let's get you to the dream island. I'd love to work with you. And that's pretty much it. www.careersblueprint.com These are the seven things of why some people make it and others stay stuck. And I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you did and I'll see you soon. Peace.